Glory be to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Beloved, we want to specially welcome you to this week's episode of GLOAM Podcast, the official podcast channel of Global Emancipation Ministries, Calgary, Canada. Our mandate is liberating men through the knowledge of the truth and that's what the Lord will be doing through the episode you will be listening to shortly. We will like you to subscribe to this GLOAM Podcast channel on Anchor, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Overcast, Breaker, Radio Public, Pocket Casts, and other listening platforms accessible to you in order to keep receiving fresh episodes as they become available. That way you will not miss out on any revelation the Lord may be bringing your way through this channel. Please kindly subscribe, share the links and encourage your friends and family to subscribe as well. To learn more about this ministry, kindly visit our website at www.glome.org, and also remember to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn among others, and stay connected to keep abreast of important spiritual updates as they become available. May the Lord bless you mightily as you do all these in Jesus' name. Now the hour has come to be blessed again. Stay tuned and open your heart as our president, Anthony Adifarakan brings God's word to us from the throne of grace. Be blessed as you listen. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we give you all the glory. We give you honor. We give you adoration. Because there's no one like you. We celebrate your majesty because you are the Almighty. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for giving us the privilege to still be among the living. Thank you for preserving us. Thank you for taking good care of us. Lord, accept our thanks in the name of Jesus. Our Heavenly Father, I want to thank you, especially for this uh, Glenn Podcast channel. Thanks for the privilege you have given to us to be partakers of your divine nature. Thank you so much for all the blessings you have brought to, uh, to us through this particular channel. Thank you also for releasing upon us grace to apply your word and thank you for the testimonies we have recorded already. And even thank you for the testimonies we shall yet record. Lord, accept our thanks in the name of Jesus. But I want to thank you concerning my listeners. Thank you for preserving their lives as well. Thank you so much for the grace given to them to still be here. Thank you so much for the grace given to us to be partakers of your blessings together. Lord, accept our thanks in the name of Jesus. On that note, we commit uh, this week's episode of uh, Glenn Podcast into your hands. We pray that you bless us afresh. And we pray that you make our hearts uh, fertile soil for the implantation of your word. We pray that we will not be hearers of your word alone, but we shall also be doers. And we thank you because the blessings will manifest mightily. Thank you so much for always answering our prayers. We return all the glory to you. In Jesus' mighty and unfailing name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, the topic before us for this uh, week's episode of Glenn Podcasts is the tripartite force of praise. We're going to be considering a very important topic and the topic is the tripartite force of praise. Now, for those of us who may not be familiar with the with that uh, that word tripartite, it actually implies consisting of three parts. When you hear that something is tripartite, it means it consists of three parts. So we're looking at the tripartite force of praise, and uh, we're going to be taking two texts. The first one is going to be Revelation chapter four. We're going to be taking Revelation chapter four, verse one to eleven, and we're going to be reading that from the King James version. And we'll quickly look at uh, Psalm 47, verse 6 to 7, also from King James Version. 
So our first text is Revelations 4, 1 to 11 from KJV. And the second one will be uh, Psalm 47, 6 to 7. Also from KJV. Now let's take the first text, Revelations 4, 1 to 11. After this I looked, and behold, a door was opened in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet talking with me, which said, Come up either, and I will show thee things which must be hereafter. Verse 2. And immediately I was in the Spirit, and behold, a throne was set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. And he that sat was to look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone, and there was a rainbow round about the throne, in sight like unto an emerald. Verse 4 says, And round about the throne were four and twenty seats, and upon the seats I saw four and twenty elders sitting, clothed in white raiment, and they had on their heads crowns of gold. And out of the throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings and voices. And there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. And behold, the throne there was a sea of glass, and before the throne there was a sea of glass like unto crystal, and in the midst of the throne, and round about the throne were four beasts full of eyes before and behind. Verse 7 says, And the first beast was like a lion, and the second beast like a calf, and the third beast had a face as a man, and the fourth beast was like a flying eagle. And the four beasts had each of them six wings about him, and they were full of eyes within, and they rest not day and night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty which was and is and is to come and when those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne who liveth forever and ever the four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne and worship him that liveth forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne saying thou art worthy o lord to receive glory and honor and power for thou hast created all things and for thy pleasure they are and were created Let's take uh, Psalm 47, 6-7 now, also from King James Version. Psalm 47, 6-7 says, Sing praises to God, sing praises. Sing praises unto our King, sing praises. For God is the King of all the earth. Sing ye praises with understanding. May the Lord bless the reading of His words in our heart in Jesus' name. We are looking at the trumpeted voice of praise. Now, it's very important to state before we go into this episode proper that praise is actually a three-dimensional kingdom force available to all believers, which takes care of the past, the present, and the future. Praise is a three-dimensional kingdom force available to all believers, which takes care of the past, the present, and the future. Now, if you look at that particular text, uh, John the Beloved was actually, I mean, they call him John the Revelator now because uh, he's talking from Revelation. So, he was actually describing his experience. You know, he was in the spirit. He had the access. Uh, he had access to the throne in heaven. He saw uh, the one who sat upon the throne and he described some creatures around, some 24 elders sitting upon 24 seats. You know, having crowns of gold on their heads. He also describes some uh, living beings, some living creatures, you know, like four beasts. 
it described the way they were full of eyes you know before behind within um, they had wings about them and they were just crying in praise to god day and night not resting already saying holy 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 lord god almighty which was and his son is to come and uh, before we go into this uh, episode proper i remember there was a there was a time i read this particular place before today and i was so concerned uh, you know i was so curious and I, I decided to ask god a question because when they were describing this particular uh, uh, beast they were full of eyes that got me thinking they were full of eyes before behind and within and i remember asking god why why were this why this beast not full of nose or full of ear you know why why eyes why 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 are they full of eyes before that's in front eyes within eyes behind and the answer he gave to me i will mention it as we continue now, like I said earlier on, praise is a three-dimensional kingdom force available to all believers, which takes care of the past, the present, and the future. Now, there are three forms of praise God expects from His children. There are three forms of praise God expects from His children. And the answer He actually gave to me forms uh, the content of this uh, episode, so I'm going to be making reference as we proceed. Now, the very first form of praise that God expects from his children is called reflective praise. We're looking at the first form of praise God expects from his children, and that's called the reflective praise. What does that mean? That's praising God for what he had already done. That's in the past. Praising God for what he has done. For example, you can read Exodus chapter 15, 1 to 21. Exodus chapter 15, 1 to 21. Moses and Israelites sang when they remembered what the Lord did in Exodus 14, crossing the Red Sea, dividing the Red Sea for them. They sang a new song in adoration to God in Exodus 15. You can read it. And also in 1 Samuel 2, 1 to 10. 1 Samuel 2, 1 to 10. When God answered the prayer of Anna, who had been barren for years, Anna sang to the Lord. Anna praised God. For what? For terminating her barrenness. Anna praised God for putting an end to her reproach, putting an end to her shame. So she was praising God for what God had done in the past. So that's reflective praise. You sit down and you just remember. You just, you just think back how faithful God has been to you. You just think back how he saved you from the, the motor accident. You think back how he saved you from uh, probably plane crash. You think about how he protected you from being kidnapped. Maybe at a point in time you were you were to be kidnapped. He supernaturally delivered you. You know, you think about the time you had a very major need and he supplied that need. You, you know, you think about when you were when you were about to be embarrassed and he just showed up on the scene and you know, he solved the problem and you escaped embarrassment. You think about the time you were about to be disgraced probably at work and he showed up and he, you know he took care of the situation and you escaped disgrace you have to reflect that's why it's called reflective praise you don't just you know people people don't really remember good things you know it has been said that human beings we, we remember you know bad things more than good things we don't remember because it's in the past and we should remember that's why it's reflect. You have to reflect on how good God has been. 
you have to think about his faithfulness, his loving kindness. You think back and you praise him for that. He deserves such praise because he has actually done it. He deserves to be praised. He's not about to part the rest. He had already part the rest. So they praise God for deliverance from the hand of the Egyptians. That's reflective praise. And it has a benefit. It has a benefit. The benefit of reflective praise is the testimony becomes permanent. When you praise God for what he has done in time past, that thing remains done. It's permanent. You praise God for something he has done, that thing you you praised him for actually becomes permanent. You don't get to pray over that same situation again. Red Sea never constituted any barrier to the children of Israel anymore. Anna never became barren again. How could she? So that's reflective praise. And take notes. Um, I told you God gave me some answers from um, the beast who had eyes in front, eyes behind, you know, and eyes within. And that's exactly one of the one of the reasons God said He gave them eyes. I can give you the answer straight away. He said they had eyes all over their body, some in front, I mean looking to the front, some behind, some within, because they needed to see everything he had done in time past as God. They needed to see what he's doing currently. They needed to look within to see his current acts. And they needed to also look before that's to look ahead to see what god is about to do so when they look behind with the eyes behind they praise god for all he has done when they look within they praise god for what he's doing when they look ahead with the eyes to the front they praise god for what he is going to do that's why they kept crying holy 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 lord god almighty which was and is and is to come past present future that's why they have not been able to rest day and night because they keep seeing reasons to praise God. Okay? So that's why it's reflective praise. Look behind. Just travel far. Not too far. You can just remember just last week, just yesterday, probably just earlier today, you will see there is something God has done. If you don't believe me, ask yourself, was it your alarm clock that woke you up? It must have been God. It deserves your praise for that. Quickly, I'll go to the second dimension of praise. The first one is reflective. That's thinking, they are praising God for what he has done in time past. Then we look at the active praise. Active praise, that's number two. Praising God in the now. That's praising God in your present condition, even when it's not convenient. For example, if you look at 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 1 to 30, 2 Chronicles 21 to 30, Jehoshaphat and the dwellers of Judah praised God in a situation that actually didn't warrant praise you know humanly speaking they were going to be dealt with nations have risen against this uh, against Jehoshaphat and the dwellers of Judah they were they were they were supposed to be panicking but they decided to praise God even in the midst of their you know of their ordeal so to say these guys were going to be killed if God didn't intervene had God not intervened, they were going to be there. But even though they didn't know how, they didn't know how God was going to do change the situation, they decided to praise God even in the face of opposition, in the face of their danger. Remember, 
Acts 16, 25 to 31, Acts 16, 25 to 31, Paul and Silas, they praised God in their current condition. They were doing the work of God. They were preaching the gospel. They were arrested. They were beaten. They were jailed. Blood all over their body. Even with all the chains and all the fetters, even in their pain, they still praised God. Praising God in the now, in your current situation, no matter what that situation is, if it is good or it is bad, in the now, look within. You will see reasons to praise God, even in the now. And what's the benefit of this active praise? God comes down right on the scene and intervenes. God comes down right on the scene and intervenes or fellowships. In case your present condition is great, he fellowships with you. In case you need intervention, he intervenes. All that matters is when you engage in active praise, God does not delegate his presence. He comes down. You don't believe me? Read that 2 Chronicles 21-30. to The Bible says as they were praising God in their condition, that's Jehoshaphat and the dwellers of Judah when they were already in danger, God set ambushment against their enemies. God did not send angels. God personally came down and ambushed their enemies and dealt with the enemies. Paul and Silas, they were praising God. God came down to enjoy their praise. God came down to fellowship with them. He came down to the prison. There, were, there was an earthquake. And all the prison doors opened and they became free. He came down there, sat with them right there. You can't keep God away from your life if you are someone who praises. You're someone who praises God. You cannot keep his presence away from your life. Now, that is active praise. Remember, reflective praise is praising God for what he has done in time past. Active is praising him in the now. Now, the third one is focused praise or faith-based praise. And that's the one with the eyes before. Praising God for what you expect him to do even while still waiting. That is a focused or faith-based praise. You are praising God for what you expect him to do even while you are still waiting. And this is the type that pleases God the most because he recognizes God's integrity and it proves to him that you really believe and trust him. Hebrews 11.6 Hebrews 11.6 Without faith you cannot please God. God really... God God, God, God is... He, he, he doesn't doubt anymore whether you believe him or not. Praising him for what you have not seen but what you are trusting him to do he looks at you and says, this boy, this girl has confidence in me. He recognizes his integrity. It is anchored on the integrity of God and his infallible nature that God cannot fail. For example, if you look at Romans chapter 4, 17 to 20, Romans 4, 17 to 20, Abraham had expectation of Isaac and he was already praising God, giving God glory even before he saw Isaac. Abraham gave glory to God even before he saw his expectation. In John 11, 41 to 44, John 11, 41 to 44, before Jesus Christ raised up Lazarus, he first gave thanks. He praised God. He praised, he gave praise for Lazarus' resurrection while Lazarus was still in the grave. Lazarus was still in the grave. Jesus was already praising God, thanking God because Lazarus, he, he said he knew that God always hears him. He said he knew Lazarus was going to come and he knew he was already praising in advance. That guy was still dead. 
and Jesus already gave praise for his resurrection. That is faith-based, praising God based on, in, on his integrity, praising him in advance for what you expect him to do, even while you are still waiting. And what's the benefit of this focus praise? God moves both heaven and earth to ensure such expectation comes to pass. When God sees any man offering him such praise, he moves both heaven and earth to ensure such expectation for which you are praising him comes to pass. He won't fail you. He didn't fail Abraham. Abraham embraced Isaac. He didn't fail Jesus. Lazarus came out. So even when you are still waiting for your children to come, in case you are trusting God for children, you can begin to praise God for the arrival. You need to get married. You don't, nobody's, you know, coming. You can begin to praise God in advance for your spouses. You can begin to praise God for the blessing, for the job, for whatever you are believing him for. You can give praise in advance because you know, you know he's going to do it. So why not just start praising? That is praising God for what he's going to do. You see, there's no way these four beasts could have stopped praising God because they keep seeing things he has done. They keep seeing what he's doing. And they, you know, they keep seeing what he's going to do. And that's why they keep praising him. So, some really, whichever dimension of praise you're engaging, God is committed to respond. Whichever. Whether you're doing reflective, active, focused, God is committed to respond. Because according to Psalm 22 verse 3, According to Psalm 22 verse 3, he inhabits the praises of his people. God dwells in the praises of his people. He dwells in the praises of his people. Because those four beasts, according to Revelations 4, 6 to 8, I mean 6 and 8 that we read, Revelations 4, you can look at verse 6 and verse 8, those beasts, those beasts, those four living creatures, they were, they surrounded the throne of God and they were full of eyes before, within and, and behind. They kept praising him. God is actually residing in the midst of their praises. That's how it is. When you live a life of praise, when you praise God, he dwells, he inhabits your praise. He responds. Whether it's reflective, he responds by making sure your testimony is permanent. Whether it's active, he responds by making sure he doesn't delegate his presence. He comes on the scene and he takes care of whatever needs to be taken care of. If you are praising him faith on, I mean, based on faith because of what you're expecting him to do, he moves heaven and earth. No opposition, no barrier. Nothing can stop him from bringing that expectation to pass because you have already praised him for it even while you were waiting. So what's our conclusion? For this particular episode, you have to learn to praise God with understanding. That's what we're driving at. Praising God should not just be an emotional response. That's why Psalm 47 verse 7 that we read, Psalm 47 verse 7 says, Praise God with understanding. With understanding. Why are you praising God? I'm reflecting. Why are you praising God? I'm considering what is doing in my life currently why are you praising god i'm believing him for something and i know he can't fail me so i'm actually praising him in advance with understanding not just one emotional outburst or emotional response you praise god and you know why you are praising him that's how it's supposed to be that's how it's supposed to be praise god with understanding and god knows those who are praising him out of emotion, he also knows those who are praising him with understanding. It's my prayer for you that beginning from now, the grace to praise God with understanding will rest upon you in the mighty name of Jesus. And as you offer these dimensions of praise, 
God will make sure the benefits show up, manifest in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, as we close, it's important for you to know that God does not inhabit the praise of sinners. When I read Psalm 22 verse 3 to you, he inhabits the praise of his people. God does not inhabit the praises of sinners. He only inhabits his own people's praise. Not everyone. So not everyone can praise God acceptably. You have to be saved. You have to be born again. You have to belong to him. You have to be one of his people. And that's why I want to give you opportunity. If you have not surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, this is the time to do so, so that your praise can be acceptable to him. You can't be living in sin and say you want to praise God. It doesn't work that way. He won't even hear you. So if you want to surrender your life to Jesus Christ, say the following prayers after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I cannot help myself. And that's why I need your salvation. Please come into my life today. Wash away all my sins and set me free from every bondage that sin has attracted into my life. I confess you as my Lord and Savior today. Please write my name in the book of life and help me to live for you alone from now onward. Also fill me with your Holy Spirit and don't let me ever become a powerless Christian. Thank you Jesus for saving me. Amen. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father will thank you for your word. Thank you so much for speaking to us and thanks for giving us understanding. Lord, accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray for these your children who have decided to surrender their lives to you. I pray that you accept them in the beloved. I pray that you forgive all their sins. I pray that you wipe away their names from the book of destruction and write their names in the book of life. And I pray that beginning from now, the grace to live holy release upon these ones in the name of Jesus. And together, Lord, as we continue to serve you, help us to live a life of praise. Help us to be able to live a life of praise, not a life of complaints or grumbling. Release upon us grace to praise you in the name of Jesus. And as we praise you for the things you have done, let those testimonies become permanent in Jesus' name. So we praise you for what you are doing. And for this current situation, show up on the scene and intervene in the name of Jesus. And as we praise you for what we're expecting to do, do not let our expectations be cut off. Arise and answer our prayers in the name of Jesus. Thank you so much for answering our prayers. We return all the glory to you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. We give glory to God for the revelation of his word. May we receive grace to be doers and not just hearers in Jesus' name. If you said that prayer of salvation, congratulations. You are now born again, you are a new creature. Old things have passed away and all things have become new, praise God. To learn more about this new life in Christ Jesus, please visit our website at www.glome.org for various helpful resources. We also want to invite you to be part of our weekly online Bible study that holds every Sunday at 5 o'clock to 6 p.m. Mountain Time via Zoom app. Click on the invitation banner on the homepage of our website to join the meeting from wherever you are, it's entirely online. God bless you as you do this in Jesus' name. Thanks so much for listening. Kindly share this episode with others so they too can be blessed, and remember to subscribe to this podcast channel. We will be here again next week for a fresh episode if the Lord has not returned. Until then, keep enjoying your freedom in Christ Jesus. God bless you.